0: Producers note, due to the sensitive content of this episode, sections have been edited more heavily than usual, with certain names dubbed over to protect the innocent. Enjoy.
1: How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do your small changes can have big effects join us now for the dr joe show with Mark styles of styles law
2: and your host dr joe Schrand. we've got a pretty cool show tonight we have
3: though. a really interesting and we have do you have any idea what we're going to talk no idea no <laughs> idea but that you're why, in for a
2: very interesting surprise well
3: when when i heard about trolling i thought it was something like that of lord of the rings yeah it's you know? not
2: it is but it's not
3: but it's not
2: and we've got thomas in studio oh, today To help us tour the trolling. Let's go. What's trolling?
3: Originally
0: named after the method of phishing, trolling first meant the disruption of an online community through inflammatory posting comments engineered solely to elicit a reaction. Nowadays, the term is as ambiguous as the phrase to mess with someone and can range from a playful joke between friends to the barbs traded between internet
2: personalities. So, we're going to talk about the IM on that.
3: Ah, and then we're going to get back to Tom because we sort of very easily just sort of peripheralize Tom Tom is not. Don't take it personally.
2: He is not going to be peripheralized. He's going to run run the conversation with Asterios. Right.
3: Asterios.
2: Asterios. Can you say that three times? Because we're going to have to need... uh,
3: It's going to be incredible.
2: Interesting material. That's
3: right. So, folks out there, you know, if you have young children, you may want to tune to something else, but we are so delighted uh, to have our guest here calling in from New York. But, Thomas, let's go with the introduction and tell us a little bit about our guest. Well, let me start as early as I can. I grew up... Looking
0: up to and loving the content produced by this online satirist named Maddox. Eventually, he began hosting a podcast called The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the greatest podcast ever made, uh, where he and his co-host Dick Masterson went over the biggest problems in the world from A to Z. They eventually broke apart. They have two podcasts now, and a contributor to the show wrote many of it and is now on Dick Masterson's show. A uh, man by the name of Asterios Kokonos, who has been caught up in the drama, very opening Anthony-style breakup.
3: Hmm.
0: <clears throat> and uh, I believe Asterios can take it from there. So,
3: Asterios, you are on the air. Welcome to the Dr. Joe Show.
1: Hey, uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I will, I, will, I promise I will try to use <laughs> G-rated language to describe this whole tale uh, but but just like your producer said, there are these two guys. They used to be friends. They used to have a comedy show together. They had a show together for years. Two radio hosts just like you guys. Now, imagine this. Imagine the two of you sitting across the table, break up your radio show over a girl, but you're both in your 40s. Okay. So that's, that's very nice that's of you. Whole, that's where this whole thing starts. It's like one 40-year-old man starts dating the other 40-year-old man's ex-girlfriend. And they break up. It's a it's big Hollywood news that all these two comedians that were together forever and had one of the most successful shows broke up.
2: Esterios, how many how many unique listeners did they have on an ongoing basis on that podcast?
1: Millions, really and millions. They reached they reached half a million listeners by I think the three or six month mark. By it, it was a. It this, it this show was an incredible success. They were, they were making a lot of money, especially, you know, they weren't on terrestrial radio like you guys. You know, they're doing it on the Internet. Right. So
2: they're promoting it. They're getting sponsors. They're getting all sorts of cash reimbursements, and it all came down to a girl.
1: And it all came down to a girl. And, again, these guys are both in their 40s. One of them started, Davey, the other one's X. Radio show breaks up.
2: Up several years. And the, and so the so was, how – how Yeah. How are you involved with this podcast and the breakup of this podcast?
1: Oh, I'm just, I'm much like your producer. I've just got like a front row seat to kind of the craziest story in the world. So one of the radio show hosts goes nuts and starts casting all these aspersions, accusing the other one of maintaining a list of people that he wants to sexually assault and... Starts accusing the other one of stealing money, and starts accusing this. And so, you know, I'm—I was a part of that radio show a little bit. I was a comedian, but a lot of us were like, "Hey, this one host, this guy named Maddox, this is like radio name." This Maddox guy starts going nuts, and a lot of us are like, "Hey, uh, you—you got to calm down there, buddy." And it ends with him suing ten of us for. $20 Twenty million dollars. It ends up in the New York State Supreme Court. Oh, oh okay. Right. We gotta dead. back.
2: We gotta back up a little bit here, Asterios. So, so oh. let me get this. Let me get this right. So, you you've got.
1: Uh, yeah. It's these two guys, these two comedians. I used to work with one's named Dick, one's named Maddox.
2: Okay, so the okay, so there's two different people. They break up based on a girl. Are yeah. you actually on the show, or are you just a, a, at this point a fan of the show?
1: I'm like a contributor, you know. I'm on every couple of weeks, maybe maybe once a month. I'm doing bits. Got it. And then uh, what and was the base? Sudden, what's, what's, have- what
2: was the basis of the show?
1: The basis of the show was it was just kind of like two oh, two men complaining about like the the small problems of the day, kind of like Seinfeld but a podcast.
2: And and what type of tone was it?
1: No, see that's the thing. All right. So the show is like it's all right. It's it's maybe a little randy. It may be a little dirty, um, but you know it's nothing. It's nothing ridiculous. Yeah. But um. But what happens is this one guy, this Maddox guy, uh, sues uh, his co-host. He sues me. He sues another comedian on the show. He for sues what the people I work for uh, for making fun of him.
3: Well, wait, wait, wait. So, so let's let's back up a bit, okay? So there are these two guys, we got that good friends I assume or at least once upon a time once upon a time break up. And and then this one guy starts accusing the other. Now is is that trolling? I would say
0: no because he was taking this very seriously.
3: Okay. He wanted
0: to punish someone
3: for making him look bad. But but wait, so so which which one of the two uh, had broken up with the girl, and then which one started dating that ex?
0: Well, uh, this was five years prior to when uh, Dick met and left the wedding in the same car with Maddox's ex, who Maddox still had feelings
3: for. Okay, so so Maddox is the one who gets jilted, mm-hmm. and Dick is the one who leaves with the ex-girlfriend. Yes. And it's just a coincidence that his, of his first name. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so and
0: Maddox doesn't want to admit that he ended the podcast over having feelings for an ex. I see. So instead, he makes up this list of accusations.
3: Uh, to, to justify uh, his own uh, emotional uh, decision. And Asterix, how did you get dragged into this? I mean, Asterix it's it's boisterous.
2: <laughs> Asterix, I like that. Asterix I hysteria. Say that.
1: Okay, uh, whatever you want to call me it's Greek <laughs> it's weird but uh but the way I get dragged into you know it's just all right so I'm a contributor to the show these two guys break up and I say I still want to work with you both because you're both arguing over a girl and uh you're old enough to have kids I don't care that you guys are arguing over a girl and then Maddox starts uh talking a, a it starts spreading rumors all around LA about all of us and how we're we're maintaining lists of people we want to sexually abuse. How we're stealing money. How we're disloyal and all this, just just, just all this toxicity. And um, and so you know, I go on my friend
3: Dick the
1: show and I make fun of Maddox back. You know, it's like a little uh, Don Imus and Howard Stern kind of thing. So so we make fun of Maddox back, and he goes ballistic. And uh, one day I walk into work. And my employer, uh, works at an advertising agency, he tells me that uh, that my employer is being sued by Maddox, my employer's lawyer is being sued by Maddox, that I'm being sued by Maddox, this online service named Patreon is being sued by Maddox, a 27-year-old kid in Alabama who does a parody character of Maddox is being sued by Maddox. And essentially the guy, like, sues half the world because he didn't like that he was made fun of by his ex-co-host.
2: But yet, he made a living of really kind of making fun of people, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. So this Maddox guy, he's the world's first internet troll. He invented it. Um, Here are some examples of his trolling. You know, um, he suggested that people send boxes of tampons and no more tear shampoo to uh, talk show hosts that he doesn't like. Uh, Elizabeth Smart, of course, the unfortunate kidnap and assault victim, um, Maddox wrote a whole article about how she could have escaped if she were smarter. You know, he writes stuff where he says, like, feminists should shave their armpits and, and quit their complaining. I'm not going to use that word. They should put on their bras and things like that. So this Maddox guy, he's like, he's like kind of a disgusting, awful Internet troll. But then, and this is why we're on the radio today, the moment he gets made fun of back, he can't take it. He goes nuts. And he gets a lawyer, and he starts suing everyone in sight trying to restrict their First Amendment rights, you know, the same ones you guys exercise today to be on the radio and give your opinions. So it's just – it's this interesting story of what happens when the troll gets trolled. He sues for $20 million. Hmm.
0: Technically $380 million. (laughs)
3: why 300
1: when that all of the
2: complaint because charges add up cuz they sued they sued Asterios alone for 20 million dollars not everybody they sued they sued Asterios how does he justify suing your employer just to just to rattle you that's harassment he claims that he used their equipments uh.
1: um i recorded a christmas album lightly poking fun at this mad guy you know, I was like, oh, I'm Santa Claus. Your show stinks. You know, my show's got better presence on the radio and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And um, so he he said that my, my employer recorded it, and he said that it was re- re- recorded using my employer's equipment, which is false. My employer has no audio equipment. Every single time they needed to record something, I had to bring in my own tape recorder from home because – they're just a little PR shop. Like, they don't have big studio equipment and things like that. But he didn't care about that because in New York, you can sue someone just to harass them and cost them money, and if you lose the lawsuit, you don't got to pay a dime. Hmm.
2: Is that a fact? So there's no, there's no uh, retaliatory attorney's fees for frivolous actions and such?
1: No. In Los Angeles, which is where pretty much everyone in this story lives, if you sue someone in California just to just to restrict their First Amendment rights, you can be penalized up to nine times what you were suing for. <laughs> but New York is a very corporate-friendly state. And big companies, when someone's making trouble, they like to shut the little guy up with a lawsuit called a SLAP or a suit against legal uh, public participation.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So you're based in New York? Is that how he got jurisdiction, or did he get the jurisdiction based on the Internet? consumption
1: he he used the internet as one of his primary uh, jurisdictional arguments say well this guy uploaded his music in new york and it was heard yeah. around the world therefore i can go to new york to the guy and of course the judge threw that out immediately the judge said this is you know this is absolutely ridiculous the judge interestingly threatened to throw maddox's lawyer in jail in front of us but we can get to that later but um but yeah this maddox guy uh He sued uh, me, my employer, my employer's lawyer. He sued the famous online um, website, uh, Patreon. It's a lot like PayPal, but for millennials. And um, he sued their customer service people. Sue, sue, sue. And uh, and the sad part is he cost me $30,000 in legal fees. And up to this point, he's totally gotten away with it.
2: Random. Random stuff that uh, as opposed uh, to shrandom shrandom shrandom. Yep. So where were we with Asterios? We're we're in the middle of the lawsuit. Yeah. He's suing Wait. Patreon.
1: Yeah, and and you know I'd say the way to sum this up is just you know when comedy no longer becomes funny and when comedians get their feelings hurt, who knows how far they'll go? Well, anyway, so um, so you know this Maddox guy, he uh, you know he's kind of become. The laughing stock of the internet because he used to be this guy who would pretend to be a pirate and he'd go out there and he'd say oh i'm a tough guy i'm a pirate i'm a manly man i'm a lumberjack but then the moment that he heard my comedy album that made fun of him to the tunes of various royalty-free christmas carols that i borrowed from a christian website made in just 24 hours (laughs) debuted on the billboard charts at number seven, and stayed there for three weeks. Wow. Well, as soon as he heard us making fun of him with this little comedy album, the guy goes ballistic, and he puts down the joke book, and he picks up the phone book, and he calls a lawyer.
3: Interesting. So uh, I don't suppose there were any of those songs that you could remember that were suitable Are for they our radio. audience. <laughs> Are they radio? I've been no. wondering
0: gonna- that myself because it makes it makes heavy use of a slang term on the Internet. For safety's
3: sake, let's not use it, but... Uh, it was a funny album. Is there a way that There's, you could just give us a small rendition, maybe a couple of?
1: Sure, stanzas? I'd love dances. Well, I'd look, I'll look, i look, I'll sing until you tell me to stop. I love karaoke too. Here we yeah, go. So it's you know it's like oh this guy's a jerk like this man's guy's a jerk so you'd be like. He's a jerk, he's a jerk Maddox is a jerk His show is not funny Maddox is a jerk Oh, just simple schoolyard Yeah the guy.
2: And it bounced up the charts just because there was that many people aware of what was going on between the two of them
1: It became an interesting dare where the internet kind of dared me they were like do you think you could record this album in just 24 hours uh-huh. and it's like Hey, we'll give it a go. So we record the album. Uh, my girlfriend writes it, and a bunch of other people write write lyrics. Someone makes art. You know, I sing a couple of songs into my tape recorder. But really, it was a, it, you know, it it was a it was kind of the internet's idea to do this crazy thing. And then, uh, and the next thing you know, the album debuts on the Billboard charts. It's been archived in the Library of Congress. This is like fun little 11 minute album. Calling this other guy dweeb. And then the moment he hears the song. He's the, uh, he says, I'm going to sue you for defamation and slander and libel and, oh, intentional infliction of this and that, all these things, which is ironic because this Maddox guy has made, made, he's gotten a three-book deal with Simon and Schuster for making fun of, uh, you know, for making fun of pretty much everyone on the Internet.
3: Yeah, there's a wonderful irony of that. So, uh, sir, can we get this album somewhere still?
1: Oh, yeah, you can get it on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and, so, all, and you, all over.
3: Any way to try to bring up uh, an iTunes from... So what's the album called?
1: Well, the name of it's not necessarily
3: radio-friendly.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, even the name of it, I, I feel uncomfortable. Be but careful where you this It's a fun album.
2: Okay. So, Asterios, when you say the <laughs> Internet... Convinced you? They dared you. I mean, you're talking about the community that has now taken the side of of uh, against Maddox, right?
1: Well, you know, it's look. Everybody, a lot of people used to be used to be fans of Maddox, but then they kind of find out that this guy's got a dark side. For example, a bunch of a bunch of secret private messages between Maddox and fans have been uh, have been shared on the internet by people who used to be fans of his. For example. You know, someone writes to Maddox and says, Oh, you know, Maddox, I don't like you anymore. I used to like you. Maddox finds out where the person lives, posts a link to Child Protective Services for this ex-fan of theirs, and says, Hey, you keep talking to me, and uh, maybe I'll find out that, I quote, your child might be in an abusive environment at home, end quote. Uh, this Maddox guy, he, uh, someone writes to him and says, Oh, you used to be funny, and now you're not good anymore. Maddox finds a, uh, a, a picture of this person's kid and posts over it in a word bubble, you know, "f you, you dumb," and then hmm. uh, two other bad words about the you know, about the person's family, and uh, and sends that right back. Maddox, Maddox threatens to call the police uh, on oh, fans of his. It's just uh, so this guy <laughs> went from making fun of everyone on the internet, from Elizabeth Smart to Bill O'Reilly to everyone in between to uh to the moment people make fun of him back he threatens to call the cops or permanently orphan their children
3: and mr maddox if you are listening please feel free to call in to defend yourself (laughs) please because otherwise we assume that maybe you'll sue us next although we're just we're just exercising freedom of speech and just trying to get this idea out here now of course as a psychiatrist i can't help wondering you know what is the motivation of a person who feels that they have been really yeah. betrayed by a person that they were doing a radio show right. with uh, or a podcast with for years, and all so of a sudden. So he kind of snapped, I guess, right? Yeah, a, for and lack and again, of a
2: better medical term.
3: Again, remember that that's what the IM is about. The IM is not about judging people, it's about trying to understand the dr joe show exploring who we are and why we do what we do so i i am again i'm not going to condone what somebody does or i'm don't necessarily like it people get held responsible including with mr maddox it it doesn't even when you're going to win but instead of judging it i am fascinated how somebody would have this visceral response but i think there are a lot of people out there who may not have gone to this length but can understand what it feels like sure. to see someone that you still care about get into a limo with somebody that you're meant to be doing business with.
2: But but at that level to then just implode everything around you because of that though, that's not rational behavior. Uh, and,
3: uh, that's right. And that's part of what Outsmarting Anger is about, right? Yeah. So, that, so the book Outsmarting Anger is looking at these components to anger. The, you know, the first thing is we are envious that, that somebody has more, right, or suspicious that someone's going to take. Right. And I think that may have been what's going on with this gentleman. Again, I'm not, not condoning it, but it's fascinating, you know, to, to see this visceral response to right. feeling like my, my masculinity – is being challenged. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to literally castrate everybody around me. Mm-hmm. I can use that word on Matthew- the air, right, Tane? Go ahead. Go and, ahead, and
1: it's the inter- interestingly, masculinity is one of the arguments that his lawyer brings up in the New York Supre- State Supreme Court. For example, here's a quote from his lawyer, Kevin Landau. This is right from a transcript of the trial. I know your producer has this. Um, you know, so calls him a bad word you know it says uh, you know he's you know he's a, a bit of a wiener a bit of a jerk and uh, uh, but according uh, according to this transcript here uh, Kevin Landau says that uh, that the album that we recorded quote it puts his entire manhood in question and says he tacitly encourages or becomes a voyeur for his girlfriend to be engaged in let's say carnal activity with other men, and let's close the quote there before I get in trouble. So his manhood was put on trial here.
3: <laughs> well, that brings up all sorts of things, doesn't yeah. it? Sorry. Couldn't resist. Yeah. Um I won't even go into that one. So no. okay, so you get sued for what, libel? I mean
1: I get sued for libel, for slander, I get sued for, for infringing on his trademarks you know kind of like in sarah Aunt live they make fun of donald trump i make fun of this Mattis guy next thing you know Mattis is claiming that i've stolen his uh, trademark and
3: license
2: wow and where where is the case right now did that did the judge dismiss this case yet or is there still some pending matters
1: well the case is still we are still waiting on final closure from the case thankfully uh, Maddox may have run out of money for his frivolous and malicious lawsuits um, because they they recently missed a critical filing deadline. And um, and Maddox uh, – but, uh, but but you know, as of right now, I'm still out $30,000, and no matter what happens – and I'm just some poor comedian from New York. Right. Now, unfortunately, when Maddox sued my job – and this is the really dangerous thing about Trolls. Because I think that, you know, you guys don't, you don't need a doctorate to diagnose a guy with narcissistic personality disorder. So this guy gets his, he, his ego, gets injured, and he goes ballistic. He sues my employer five days after the, five business days after the lawsuit ends. I get called into a room, and unfortunately, I'm let go. Wow. This Maddox guy, he, he sent my employer an email where he pretended to be a female uh, a women's rights activist. And he said, oh, this stereo guy is no good for women and this and that and sent all this phony evidence. The emails are now part of the trial. And, uh, and, and you know, unfortunately, the company getting sued by Maddox leads to my termination. I, I lost a career that I had for five years.
3: And, and is there any way to recoup that? I mean, is, is your, the, law, the firm that, that fired you somehow countersuing? Or, or, or even saying, we're really sorry, come back and work for us. We know that it was not true.
1: Well, well, you know, I think the thing is that my old firm, they're a publicly traded company. I don't think that they, you know, I imagine they kind of just would rather this whole thing move on because the only reason they were sued was to get to me. Hmm. You know, so it's, it's really unfortunate for them. Kind of, You know, they're an innocent bystander in this whole thing. But this Maddox guy... You know, you you make fun of him one day on the internet, and then the next day he's pretending to be a Conde Nast reporter named Heather S. Who's who's shopping a salacious story about uh, some poor innocent comedian.
2: <laughs> so where's Maddox now?
1: Oh, so right now Maddox, uh, he is still part of the Los Angeles comedy community. He performs at theaters, big theaters in L.A. like the PAC or Upright Citizens Brigade. And the interesting thing is Maddox has this kind of fake liberal persona that he uses in hollywood where everybody thinks oh he's just this nice quiet guy but then when the lights go out and he gets in front of the keyboard he becomes this malicious i would say abusive troll
2: interesting so he still has a following for his comedy though
1: yes he does uh he he still has a he still has a loyal following you know inside the most important city for entertainment in the world los angeles And uh, this guy's like a real wolf in sheep's clothing. It's uh, it's kind of scary. So, Asterios, were
2: you able to monetize that uh, album? Were you able to make some money on that album?
1: No. I I, interestingly, I lost money on the album because I've been sued for uh, quite a bit of money. Uh, So, no no money made there
2: before the the lawyer fees. I mean, Thomas is sitting here wearing your Santa shirt, so obviously there's some.
3: This is Asterios in his Santa outfit. I believe it's Spreadshirt.com slash Asterios. Is that right? That's
1: correct. Spelled A-S-T-E-R-I-O-S. So as you can see, it's just a fun thing where I I dress up as Santa and I say, oh, your download numbers are no good. Oh, your comedy show is bad. (laughs) Just lighthearted, fun, just little jokes and pranks.
3: To make fun of him.
1: Just so, making just casual fun.
3: So would you think that, that Mr. Maddox is a bully? Is this what bullies oh. do?
1: Well, I, I would say it's, it's even worse than bullying, because imagine this. Imagine, imagine you get an email one day that says this, because this is an email that, uh, that Maddox's co-plaintiff and girlfriend sent to our friend Dick's girlfriend. Said It's an email that says, Oh, on Friday, this teacher will be receiving a call uh, that oh, that this teacher is gonna uh, get a call to show that they're not effing around. And An email that says, "Oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna send what you're doing to the whole school, and I'm gonna send it to everybody's families." Like, well, what would happen is this troll guy and his girlfriend with crazy phony online personalities. And they would use it to to, uh, try to get people in trouble at work, like my friend Dick's uh, girlfriend, who's a teacher, or me. Um, You know, just uh, all of a sudden, anonymous complaints being sent by anonymous trolls. Imagine this, one day you're called into HR, and they go, hey, uh, we got an email here that says you're accused of pretty crazy stuff. You know, it'd be a a terrible day. Well, that's just a normal day for this Maddox
3: guy. I I tell you, it's it's really interesting. In this day and age of our politics as well where there are so many things flying around and people are trying to figure out what's true and what isn't true but clearly sometimes people just make things up Mm. they make things up for their own gain and and it's a shame because
1: obviously there are real victims of real harassment out there who really need help that's right but people but what people like Maddox do is they use words like harassment. They say, oh, you're harassing me. Oh, you're stalking me. Oh, you're this. When it's really just fans posting on the internet, hey, we don't like your comedy anymore. But this Maddis guy uses the language of victims to create a sense of sympathy around him while he's secretly getting away with some pretty dastardly stuff.
3: Don't even want to draw the parallels, but I think people who are listening may already draw the parallels in other uh Sorry, couldn't. couldn't it's that. a shame because. All right, yeah. We're we're not gonna do that. Um, so so, what do you do now? I mean, where do you go with this? Have you been able to incorporate any of this into your current comedy routines? Well,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, uh, being the guy who got sued for twenty million dollars for recording a Christmas album that made fun of a radio host, it's uh, you know, it's a pretty interesting calling card. I think I might be. One of the only people out there who, who's ever gotten sued for a joke, but uh, but my next stop is to try to countersue this Maddox guy for something called malicious prosecution. Have you guys ever heard of malicious yeah. prosecution? Yeah.
2: So that's what I so that's what I was getting at. So so he's got money. So I wasn't sure if he was spiraling the drain and just completely uh, going into to bankruptcy mode. So but he still has a following. He's still monetizing. He, there's still something for you to gain by filing a suit against him or or a countersuit.
1: Well, you know, interestingly, it, for me, it's not about money. It's about justice. You know, we've got this mad That's guy going say. around L.A. We've got this mad going around L.A., and he's going around he's emailing people, and he's kind of ruining my reputation. Most prosecution is when you take someone to court on false charges. Right. Uh, You know, a civil complaint, a lawsuit without merit, um, false legal action through the courts to, quote, harass, embarrass, or cost someone money. So pretty much when you sue somebody just because you're a vexatious litigant, that's malicious prosecution. I believe this guy sued me just to get me fired. I believe this guy sued me just to cost me money. So now I'm going to take him to court for maliciously prosecuting me.
2: Now, where are you going to take him to court, in New York or in California?
1: Oh, I'm going to take him to court in New York because uh, Maddox, interestingly, by claiming that the Internet grants universal jurisdiction, he also signed a piece of paper saying that he regularly conducts business in New York, a signed affidavit. Well, if he regularly conducts business in New York, then I invite him to come on down for a deposition right here in the Big Apple.
3: (laughs) So that would be good stuff. So, Asterius, seriously, though, uh, uh, about using this in a stand-up routine i mean is is there a way to to do that what would you do how would you how we got we got a a couple minutes left three minutes so are you able to use this in your bit
2: and leverage what what's happening and and you know make something of it
1: well you know what like like it's it's pretty it's gonna be pretty hard to find the Pot of gold at the end of uh, this rainbow. I'm, i you know, I've got thirty thousand dollars in legal debts. Unfortunately, I got a great lawyer, but he costs what great lawyers do. But hey, you know, if this, if uh, if anyone out there is listening and is looking uh, to uh, to to maybe publish the craziest story of all time, you know, a a, a book might be
3: something in the future. So, and wasn't that the theme of the original show? Was like coming up with with. I mean, what was your biggest problem? The the biggest problem in the universe. Right, exactly. So here here's one of the biggest problems in the universe. Frivolous lawsuits. Frivolous lawsuits. That's exactly right.
1: How cool is that? uh, When your feelings are so hurt that that you feel you got to go to a judge and cry about it. That's a frivolous lawsuit. And unfortunately, they're becoming more common every day. There's a famous kind of liberal podcast called the Chapo Trap House. And they just got sued by a former Trump aide, because uh, I think uh, uh, this former Trump aide was called a, uh, a rat-faced Nazi by this uh, comedy troupe, this online comedy troupe, and now they're being sued by the guy they called a the rat-faced Nazi. So it's getting to the point where, you know, in the 60s, you got shows like Laughing, and they're, you know, they're socking it to this guy, and they're making fun of that guy got these shows like SNL making fun of Trump every week, but
3: on the Internet, you
1: say one wrong thing, boom, you're sued.
3: So remember, folks, that the, the I am approach, small changes can have big effects. So here's a great one, right? Here's an example. Small change, this person gets into a limo with somebody else, and look at the ripple effect that it has for so many people because you control no one, you influence everyone. This is one of the, the most difficult things to really accept about the I am. Right. Is sometimes people yes. do bad things. We had we had this discussion yeah. before. So look, Asterios, thank you so much. I really hope things go well. Tom, you want to finish up? Patreon.com slash Asterios. Thank you. And
1: thank you for your time.
3: All right. See you, Asterios. Bye guys. Dear Romeo,
1: drag from the Did he do it for love or was he just being wild?